Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. We got the show notes, and you got your own personal notes. <laughs> yep. Stop coughing. I can't. We're both sick. Dainty. Dainty. The whole reason we're doing this is because, like, Zach's sick and the <laughs> A-piece. Wow. I'm sick now. I think you got it from me. Dainty. Okay. <laughs> no one's going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> if if they watch Glove and Boots, they'll get it. Well, that's more funnier because no one knows. <laughs> Dainty. Dainty. Me. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to start. Stop it. <laughs> I can't. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, 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 hey. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Tis morphic time. Today on the Power Hour, Episode 83, Rangers Review, Power Rangers Dino Supercharge, Episode 17 through 20. Record on December 13th, 2016. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Simon Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm Teresa, also known as Mrs. TrekkieB47. Kidding, it's actually 17. <laughs> well, both are true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Not we much. We, we live together. <laughs> so I that know. question's irrelevant. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> so uh, we just finished watching the last... Four episodes of Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. Finally. Not including the Christmas special, which was just released, and which serves as an epilogue to the finale. Because Zach couldn't be on, because AP couldn't be on, I still wanted to get a podcast out, and I wanted to have my wife. So everyone uh, remembers her on the show when Chris was on the show last September. That was a year and a half uh, ago. Almost like a year a year and a few months, yeah. but yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that was when we were at Zach's house with, right. with Chris, and we reviewed episode 11 of the regular Dino Charge season. Well, now you're back on the Yay! show. Clap, clap, clap. Woo! And now you're my wife. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, clap, 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 clap. Clap, clap. <laughs> So we're going to talk, because we literally just got done watching the finale. So over the past two nights, we kind of split it up, caught her up on the show. I watched some of these previously, but only in snippets. Um, but first, we're going to get to some news really quick. First off, Power Rangers SPD, the complete series DVD, is going to be released on March 14th, 2017. This news comes from Shout Factory. Uh, they announced their complete series DVD release for SPD, the complete series. The price will be nineteen ninety seven, and that's for all 
38 episodes of SPD. That's a great value if you're collecting just the single sets. I've got the Legacy Helmet collection and the Mega sets from Shout Factory, so I already have them. But for anyone who's collecting the complete series individual volumes, it's great that they're still going with those, and uh, SPD is the 13th season. That's one that you still have to watch. I know. I started watching it, but I started... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you stopped because like, of the... Oh, red- oh, the double. Oh, the, the stunt double. The stunt double? Oh. Yeah, that got annoying pretty quick. I'm surprised you didn't do that for Dino Charge. Like, you, you weren't doing, like, a lot of, oh, there's a stunt double, there's a stunt double. I know they're the stunt double, but it's not obvious that they were the stunt double. The SPD, like... Oh, when they like, do, like, the cover their face and yeah, when and they then, land. And then the blonde the blonde um, lady, the pink... Was that pink one? Yeah, pink. Literally. A man had... A blonde wig. Like, it was pretty obvious. It is pretty obvious. So you're saying Dino Charge did a better job of hiding stunt doubles? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is good news for people collecting those sets. Next, the new Power Rangers 2017 movie teaser poster was revealed. Comicbook.com revealed a brand new teaser poster for the Power Rangers film. The new poster showed the powerful dinosaurs with the focus on the saber-toothed tiger and minor background teases for the other four zords kind of coming out of the fog. Power Rangers is in theaters March 24th, 2017. So what do you think of the, the new poster? It's cool. Yeah? Yeah. I dig it. It gives us a lot better look at the Zords other than toy images, which is always good. Well, I don't know why they chosen the Sabretooth, but it's good to see the Sabretooth in every Power Rangers. They always show the red first before any mm. color first. Yeah. Like, you have it right now. Like, your poster series, like, more of red. Yeah, Red Rangers. Red Rangers. Primarily the focus, usually. So... I don't know why they chose in the yellow, but it's nice to have the first Zord poster mm-hmm. would be a different color. So Yeah, it's it's pretty unique. And there were some people that were thinking that this might be a series of posters where each Zord gets a like kind of like an action focus in different scenes. Which would be cool, but if they're doing that we haven't seen it yet. As you can see there's the Power Ranger, the yellow one inside. Yeah, you can see her in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool detail. Yeah. I think they're looking pretty good. It'll be nice to see them actually in action. Mm-hmm. Next, the first Power Rangers Ninja Steel trailer was released. This was released originally through Den of Geek, but the first trailer for Power Rangers Ninja Steel is live now on Power Rangers' YouTube channel. Ninja Steel will release January 2017. The description for Ninja Steel is, With the franchise's 24th season, Saban Brand's Power Rangers Ninja Steel starts deep in space, where Galvanax is the reigning champion of the most popular intergalactic game show in the universe, in which monsters battle to prove who is the mightiest warrior. Galvanax is determined to become invincible by controlling the mythical Ninja Nexus Prism, which contains six supernatural ninja power stars. The only thing standing in his way is a new team of heroic teenage Power Rangers who possess it. The evil Galvanax sends his warrior contestants down to Earth to steal the ninja power stars, where each epic battle against the Power Rangers is broadcast throughout the universe. 
Together, the Rangers must master their arsenal of ninja power stars, zords, and megazords, each made of legendary ninja steel, in order to stop this evil threat and save the Earth from destruction. What do you think? You know me. I haven't watched all Power Rangers seasons. Right. But it's my first time to see, like, Intergalactic game. Like, mm-hmm. is this the first season of all Power Rangers that has the the games and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, in a way, for a universal game that's broadcast throughout the galaxy, yeah, it's kind of the first in, in its approach to do that. But the Power Rangers universe, at least in the main continuity, and we'll have a discussion of continuity, but... <laughs> Because <laughs> Diner Charge finale kind of threw that out all out of whack. But yeah, in past Power Rangers seasons, there was a more connected universe. Mm-hmm. And even in Mighty Morphin, Rita was an intergalactic space witch. Mm-hmm. And throughout the quote-unquote Zordon era, up until in space, they took the fight to space. And you found other planets and oh, this and that. Sense. So there is a bigger Power Rangers universe out there. Going into the third season of Power Rangers, they had the Alien Rangers, Mm. and they were from another planet. So, in a way, this Ninja Steel, it's hinting at that bigger Power Rangers universe and continuity, kind of like how it was back in the old school. But, you know, with the past few years of Power Rangers, I'm not sure how much they're going to connect it to the old shows, Mm. if they're going to drop any references or Mm. that kind of stuff. Well, it's interesting for me because it says intergalactic game mm-hmm. plus ninja. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm excited to see this because the Dino Church is my like complete series for all Power Rangers series. It's the first one you've watched like start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has been, like, a long time for me to finish all of them. Right. I like to watch all of them, but also Peter is in the next, you know, next... Yeah, uh, Peter Sidarso, yeah, next, Yoshi's brother. Next season, so I kind of dig those brothers. Not their abs, but, you know. <laughs> uh, everyone digs their abs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. But for you, it's, it's a connection to kind of keep watching. Yeah, and also because I know that those two are more... Nerdy about Power Rangers? Nerdy of Power Rangers and more of interaction with their fans. Right. You know, um, when you told me at first, when we first met, like, you were like, oh, there's a new Power Rangers coming in. I was like, what? Still going? But when you said one of those actors is going to play the Power Rangers, so you said that he has been, like, the fan of Power Rangers anime and, you know, doing stunts, doing cosplaying, Mm -hmm. and to become a Power Ranger is really... It was, like, the ultimate... It was yeah. the ultimate fan experience yeah, for from, him. From scratch to becoming an actor to play a Power Ranger, which he loves. He drew me to watching the Dino Charge just because of it. Right. So that's why one of the reasons as well that I watched the Power Rangers is because of that. But mostly, I want to know more of Power Rangers because you're into it. So I'm like, oh, my hubby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So... I want to see, and it's, was the Dino Charge started February? I thought it was like February-ish. 
Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact premiere date. I think Supercharged started in January because they went to hiatus pretty quick. Oh, um, okay. But as as a history of Power Rangers, Power Rangers has typically started My in January time. or February. Yeah. Either like the last week of January or the first oh, few weeks of February. Maybe so, because I was like, January 2017, that's next month. <laughs> yeah, well, this this is definitely the shortest, I think, the shortest gap. Christmas special for Diamond Charge just aired last Saturday. Now we've got like... Three weeks? Well, it might be towards the end of January, so mm. we've got like five or six weeks left. Yeah. So, yeah, it's coming up pretty quick, and I think that's a pretty short turnaround for the season. But they started filming back, you know, right after Power Morphicon in, yeah. in August or early September. So they've already been filming for at least two or three months. They always start early, but they do, like, hi- hiatus, like, a very long time. <laughs> yeah, the hiatus they do is... Yeah, we've talked about the hiatus problem a lot a lot on the show. But yeah, they'll do like the first eight episodes and then, you know, it ends in March or April and then it doesn't come back until September okay. or October. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh it's kind of a mess. But anyways, we'll go on to the last news item. So new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers items have been announced by Funko. We're reporting this from Toku Nation. Funko announced new collectible items including the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pint Size Heroes, featuring all seven Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Goldar, Rita Repulsa, Putty, and Alpha 5. These items are blind bagged. The next is the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Pens, featuring red, black, blue, and yellow rangers. Then the Funko Pops in the action pose figures of Mighty Morphin White, Red, and Pink Rangers. Pink and Red will also be metallic, and feature their ninja coin emblems. And then, finally, the Funko Dorbs, which are the original five Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Rita Repulsa. You know I love Funkos. I know you love Funkos. And you know I love pens. I know you love pens. So this news item is perfect for you. Yeah. Well, I maybe get the Funko Dorbs, Uh because I love the Dorbs, and the pens. Yeah. I think they're all cool. I'm... Not really big into collecting blind bag items. Yeah, not the blind bag ones. No. But the pens and the dorbs, maybe. Okay. But I just hope you know who, which one I wanted so bad. Poissandra. Yeah, the dorbs. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Legends>. <laughs> yeah. Poisy poo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm digging it. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to do our main topic, which we're going to review episode 17 through 20 of Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. So the first one is episode 17, which is Rog World. This episode marks the return of Sledge and the final appearance of Lord Arcanon and Singe. A new exhibit comes to the Amber Beach Museum, Warg, or Warg, the robotic caveman. Arcanon sends a musician duo whose music can turn listeners into zombies. The monsters are called Conductro and Screech. Whoever listens to their music turns them into a zombie. Overall, what did you think of this episode? I hate those monsters. You hated the monsters? Those are the worst ones. Why? 
Because it's like they just put the cloth on <laughs> on the person who has to do that, and they just put the the mask on them. The theater masks. There's the sadness, and then there's the happy face. So there's like a sort of like a theater, and they're, they're conducting. So it's like I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought of that because. I think that's how they wanted to to show the monsters. Right. But I hate it. I don't like it. Like, I really don't. I don't know. Well, it still fits within the theme of the show, though, because all of the monsters in Dino Charge have that, have like a, yeah, a face on them somewhere. Yeah. And that's mainly because of the Sentai Kyoruger, because the monsters were based off of different emotions. But this is just like an exaggerated example where their face literally is the mask. But it they, didn't impress you. No, they could have created more of like... More of like a monster suit? Yes, because the past monsters, they're awesome. Like, oh, you mean all the designs? All the designs. They do have a lot of varieties. Snide, for example. I like his Oh, yeah. Design. It's a very unique design. Um, Singe. See, when I saw him at the first time, I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah, because you know? he had a very clear fire theme. Yeah. And it looked like melted candle wax. Yeah. And, yeah. and then um, the last one. Bedusa. Yeah, Bedusa. So compared to those two, like, um, <laughs> I guess they just wanted to put something on or something happened with the real one. I, well, no, th those suits were from the Sentai. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay, that's fine. Well, what did you think of, of the story with Ward? This episode, it's like comparing to Walking Dead. Because whenever I see any shows, not just like Power Rangers, and it shows that they have these zombies, mm -hmm. you always think of Walking Dead. Because Walking Dead is really a big franchise. You know? Right. So I thought of... I would say it's an average for me. It didn't give me interest to it. I'm sorry, babe, but... Well, you don't have to apologize <laughs> to me. I didn't really like this episode either. It... I'm sorry to all of you guys. I was no. listening to it. So, I'm... Like, when I was just watching it, I was like, you saw me writing on my notes. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, I didn't even like this episode. I think Warg could have been better introduced earlier in the season. Yeah. Because... They brought him back, spoiler, because you haven't seen it, but they brought him back briefly in the Christmas special mm -hmm. that's coming up. So it was a little bit fun for Coda to bond with this yeah. robot, but I think especially because this is like the 17th episode and they're still doing like these shenanigans and all of a sudden we have this robot who it's kind of a flop and, and we, doing we, exercises at oh, the end oh and that move that guitar move at the end when rog's doing the the the, yeah. the air guitar yeah i was like no way <laughs> <laughs> yeah you hated that yeah i think warg wasn't the best I was more interested in the zombie type of plot. And I know Warg was like a means to, and the whole headset thing. Mm. It was set up so that they had the headphones. Mm. But still, I think it would have been better if they introduced Warg earlier in the season. Yeah. Because you could have got some comedy relief from that. And then finally, he would come to use in this episode. So it would feel more earned yeah. in a way. Yeah, I agree. Because we saw this attachment to this 
animatronic robot that Coda had, where it was like, why would he instantly bond with something like that? You know, and I'm not saying relationship, but, you know, maybe that relationship with the robot could have developed more, maybe just one episode previous where they introduce him as kind of like a side off the side thing. And then this episode, Warg saving the day becomes more important in a way. Yeah. But we're just, we're introduced to him and all that right away. And they said he has been in storage. So they should have like, yeah, that reference. Maybe it could have been something even planted back in the first season. And then people would have been like, Oh my God, that's, it's that robotic caveman that they used a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. But we're judging the episode as it is. I think it was clever how they used the headphones to drown out the sound. I mean, they figured that out pretty quickly. I like the creepiness of the zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like that they even put the filter on the camera. You know, that dark tone on the camera, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that Walking Dead does. So, I thought that was done effectively. And I also thought that Yoshi did a good job. Because Coda is a very innocent character. Yeah. And I thought Yoshi did a good job portraying Coda being scared at the zombies. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, you're scaring me. And because yeah. he doesn't know what to think of it. Yeah. I thought that was very effective. Let's talk about towards the end. Arcanon says that he's trapping the Rangers and he uses the dark energem to transform himself into a more hideous beast. In his new form, it's really tough for the Rangers to beat him. He calls down like this chaos energy and chaos firestorm or whatever. And then he grows super big. Even using the Ultra Zord, it's very tough for them to beat him. They're finally able to use the ultimate power of the Ultra Plasma Final Blast. And they destroy him, but instead of being completely destroyed, he just goes back into the forest. And there, that's when we get the reveal that Sledge is back. I know about that. (laughs) Since then. Well, what do you mean? Well, I have the hunch. That so you had a hunch that Sledge would return. He's not dead and right. he would return. Why did you have that hunch? As other <laughs> shows, yeah, Sledge is, I would say, the major, always been the major, like, monster. Right. So they will not, this is like, I'm thinking of, like, general. Okay? Right. I would not put... Into the story, my major monster will be dead as soon as after season one. I already know the flow of any other shows. So you're saying it's predictable. It is predictable. Yeah. And when Heckle said to Poisandra, oh, you have to... I got a secret. Yeah. There and there, I was like, yep. It's It's, it's it's, Sledge. It's Sledge. Especially because of how excited she got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... What else could it be? Yeah. And in se- second season, they didn't get rid of Poissandra. If, for example, if I will be the writer of this, I would get rid of Poissandra right there and there. I would do Fury, like, hey, Heckle, this is a Sledge, you know. This is Sledge's girlfriend. girlfriend or so just destroy her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and Poissandra is still there, so I'm like, okay, I think there's going to be more of that story. More of Sledge, yeah. right, right. Sledge steals the Dark Energem mm-hmm. as payment and destroys not only Arcanon, but uh, Singe as well, and the, the musician duo. 
I thought that was a bad way for Singe to go out because I when Singe was first introduced, I really liked his introduction. Yeah. And I liked his rivalry with Fury. Yeah. And after Lord Arcanon, his boss, came in, Singe just kind of pushed away to the background. It was such a shame because I thought his character was really good as a villain. And there was that conflict with Fury. So just to see him like walk up in the forest next to Arcanon with the duo, it's like, well, where were you the rest of the episode, you know? <laughs> so he's wiped out. Well, I thought at first that Singe was working with Sledge. One episode I remember now... <laughs> He was talking to the phone. Or yeah, something. well, he was really talking to Arcanon. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Ledge at first. Yeah. So all those hints. I did like when Arcanon's like, well, it's four against one. And Sledge said, well, good thing I got the band back together. And they yeah, all showed I up. I like that, though. That, that was a really good reveal. I liked Snide's line of, well, I've always been a bit two-faced. I thought that was clever. So yeah, and then the episode ends with everyone accepting Warg. And he becomes the fitness expert, and then they end the episode. It, <laughs> it wasn't even like a robot dance of the guitar thing, the air guitar thing. It, it was bad acting, that's all. <laughs> okay, bad bad suit acting, I, I can live with that. So that was Rog, wor, Rog, Warg, Warg World. I don't know why I have such a problem saying that. It's, it's a horrible name. Warg, Warg World. World. It's a tongue twister. So you have another one, Word World, Word World, Word World, Word World, Word World. There was also a food fight, which, again, you've listened to these past episodes. I hate that every single episode... They have a food fight? Well, not just a food fight. There's, like, something in someone's face or a stupid poop joke or something. And it's, it's every episode. Every episode, someone gets something shoved or splattered in their face. And this time it was Kendall getting a tomato right in her face. I think and it's dumb. Like, well, they're working in a kitchen though, so I get that they're working on a kitchen, but you don't you don't need like, to have that kind of potty humor like all the time, you know? Like it's getting wild every time. <laughs> I hate it's that. about to get wild. Yeah, I hate that lie. All right, we're going to move on to the 18th episode, The Ranger's Rock. So this episode marks the first appearance of the Spinozord and the Spino Charge Megazord. In the episode, a new monster, Bedusa, attacks the Rangers, turning most of them into stone. Shelby must work with Zinnowing to create a new Zord, the Spinosaur, the only plan that can save her friends. This episode uh, starts with Sledge telling his story because Poissandra is very mad. Like, she's happy that he's back, and then she completely smacks him. And I would do that too. Well, yeah, if I was gone for a year, I would expect you to smack me. And he was like, Oh, I went to Hawaii, to Japan. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Unnecessary things. Well, I mean, it, it's setting up for later. Because that's where he planted the eggs. But, you know, having fun in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's silly. I legitimately like Sledge. Sledge is a villain, but he's kind of one of those comedy-type villains, which is fun for me. Well, you know how I love this couple. <laughs> I know you love the couple. I love them. You could see a villain turn into a soft-hearted villain. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's why I think if if we do a Power Rangers rewatch, I think you would like in season three of Mighty Morphin because Zed and Rita get married and they become in less like serious villains and more comedic villains like mm. Sludge and Poissandra. In fact, I think Sludge and Poissandra's relationship is kind of a throwback to Zed and Rita. So there's some parallels there, which are appreciated, but Sledge does detail his plan that there's some green eggs from the original Greenzilla that they fought in the first season. And with these eggs, he was able to escape the crash ship. But before he did so, he told Heckle about his plan, kind of leaving Heckle in charge and possibly gave him the keys to escape his cell. Basically, Sludge's plan is to plant the eggs in various parts of the world, Hawaii, China, Japan, New York, and also Amber Beach. But despite that explanation, Poissandra is still angry at him because she spent many sleepless nights crying when he was out enjoying himself. Yeah, Sludge. But he was. (laughs) So Snide intervenes and ask them to concentrate on the plan, something all of them agree on, and then they're going to get the ship ready into space and use the Dark Energem to do it. Meanwhile, James Navarro is successful in finding their base, and he sees Snide giving Sledge the Dark Energem. Back in the lab, Xenowing shows Shelby a geode and tells her that he used them as an incubation chamber while creating the Zords. Xenuing explains that the Geode joins the physical and spiritual world, which ultimately creates a Zord, with the Geode working as the same as the crystal beds that the Energems reside in. He offers to teach how to create a Zord. But back at the Dino Bite Cafe, Tyler, Coda, and Chase are having a freaking Pavlova eating contest. So already their faces are covered in stupid Pavlova, which is like the third or fourth time it's mentioned on the show as a New Zealand reference. It's just annoying. And, of course, Kendall gets some of that thrown in her face as well. Tyler's excited that his dad's back, even though he saw him like two episodes ago. That's kind of annoying. They formulate a plan to attack Sledge's ship, and instead of going in with all the Zords and just blasting the ship, which I think maybe they just should have done, Shelby wanted to go in infiltration style because even if they blasted Sledge's ship, there'd be no real way to tell if the Dark Energem was really destroyed. It's foiled pretty quickly because there are motion detectors in the forest, which they weren't able to think about. Well, we didn't even talk about the last episode. Sorry to bring it back, but in the last episode, Heckle and Snide were pulled apart. That was another important plot development. They were pulled apart, which I thought was dumb because Arcanon told Wrench to get the emitters that the Dino Charge Rangers left behind when they pulled Xenowing and uh, Doomwing apart. My question is, why would the Rangers leave behind that tech in the forest for the villains to... I thought that was just a dumb plot hole. Like, it makes the Rangers look stupid because they leave their tech behind for anyone to get it. Yeah. And ultimately, it ends up working in their favor because Snide and Heckle are separated, and Heckle does come to their aid in this episode. But that was last episode they were separated. 
So Snide is basically working for Sledge now. And the Ranger's plan is foiled pretty quickly because there's motion sensors in the forest, which they tripped. And so this complete surprise is gone. The villains unleash Bedusa with his amulet. I think Bedusa is a pretty cool name because it's referring to Medusa, who in Greek mythology turned people into stone, which is what Bedusa does with his amulet. All of the rangers are turned into stone except Shelby, James, and Philip. They are saved only because Heckle saves the day, but he's only saving the day because he wants to destroy Bedusa, who destroyed his planet of Sentai 6, and he destroyed the Kyoruger galaxy, which is the name of the Sentai that Dino Charge comes from. There's another random reference thrown in. So, back at the base, they brought all the other rangers in their rock form back. They conclude the only way to get their friends back to normal is to destroy the talisman. But they can't do it without making eye contact. Philip says that they can do it inside a Megazord, because they'll be safe. The only problem is that none of the three remaining Zords that they have access to have a cockpit. So Keeper tells Shelby to make, basically make a Zord with Zenowing's knowledge. She's able to make the Spinosaurus. And there's a little bit of history that you don't know because you haven't watched the Sentai. Because in the show, the monster that Bedusa was based off of was actually a monster that, well, he, he basically became like an evil ranger. Mm. And it was a ranger that we didn't get. Mm. Everyone thought we were going to get the so-called Talon Ranger, and basically that was his Zord. But Dino Charge had to figure out a way to do this whole create the Zords thing. I yeah. kind of thought that there's some missing there. Oh yeah, there's definitely, there's a big thing missing. There's a whole Ranger missing. Yeah. But anyways, the monster form of Bedusa, he was supposed to be the evil Ranger. But mm. a lot of fans thought that Heckle was going to be the extra ranger. And there was like hints of it. And that's why a lot of fans were disappointed when it didn't happen. Actually, that's one of my notes. Okay, what what are your notes? Well, we'll finish all this and then we'll. All right. So Shelby is able to create the Spinozord. The egg form goes away, but Keeper infused his spirit. She said, Oh, I couldn't think of a braver warrior than you. And I just eye-rolled because Keeper is so useless. And he's the one that's usually running away from a battle. You know, he, like, talks big at the enemies and then pieces out. You know, we saw that one of the first few episodes. So they come across Heckle in the forest where he's kind of got, like, this camp. And he says, newsflash, Snide is trying to destroy me. We're split apart. And I'm going after Bedusa. Heckle says he wants to destroy Bedusa because he destroyed several galaxies. And Heckle tells his story to them, his objective, and he wants to rebuild his home planet, Sentai 6. Shelby's amazed to hear that. She really believes him. But Bedusa arrives. Shelby attacks him and is able to knock away the amulet. They morph, attack him. Keeper joins the fight. Shelby sees Heckle moving towards the amulet, but stops him. But Heckle says that they can destroy it together. So they actually work together, destroy the amulet. Everyone's back to normal now. Heckle leaves the scene, but not before he gives Shelby a piece of advice, 
which basically says evacuate the earth immediately. Bedusa grows with the Magna Beam. Keeper's staff starts to glow, and he feels the presence of the Spinozord, where it emerges from the ground and attacks Bedusa. James and Philip call their Zords, and they're able to form the Spinocharge Megazord. Keeper is present in the cockpit since the Spinozord is bonded to him, and they're able to defeat Bedusa. But Bedusa is not completely defeated because the other Rangers rejoin. There's a morph, and this is for the first time all ten rangers are fighting together, which is amazing. But they didn't do a ten ranger morph, which is pretty annoying. They're able to use the victory and maximum chargers. Tyler uses the dino supercharge mode to use the Spinosaurus as one of the arms, which I thought was really cool. They're able to defeat Bedusa finally, but it gives... It gives Sledge, there's so many S villains, like Snide and Singe and Sledge and blah, blah, blah. So Sledge is able to finally get away. They repaired the ship, it's back in space. Once they're in space, Sledge has something big in mind to destroy the Earth, but Poissandra shows him honeymoon destinations on Earth, but he says that this is the Earth's last day. He said after their wedding, those places will not exist and that they'll go asteroid surfing in the galaxy. Back at the lab, the rangers are confused. Where was Sledge all along? Why did Heckle tell him to leave the planet? Why should they trust him? And Ivan says that maybe Heckle knows something that they do not. Maybe Sledge's plan is so big and so dangerous that the only safe place is to be in outer space. Dun, dun, dun. What did you think of this episode? Well, at first, I liked Bedusa. The design is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Some points. When they were fighting Bedusa, the Rangers, and Shelby kind of like went behind or like um, hid on that grass, tall grasses. And she was just like looking at each of her friends being turned into stone. Right. She would like just looking at them. After that, she went to Philip. And James. And James. She could have like shouted. And she was like, Oh, I know what's what's going on. Like, don't look at the amulet. She could have, like, shouted to all of them. Yeah, don't Not, look at the amulet. Yeah, to just look at them, especially to yeah. her boyfriend. I mean, she could have saved everyone. Right. And yes, you said on this episode, Tyler were happy knowing that his dad is here. Right. But after turning into stone and then he went to Shelby at first. Yeah, he didn't even acknowledge that his yeah, dad was like, okay. From, yeah, yeah. From that until the end, he didn't even like. Hey, like I don't, I didn't have that conversation at first of that episode. He was so happy that his dad was there, and then the rest of the episode, like he like ignored his dad. Yeah, yeah. I have a, more points at the end. Okay, the whole thing for you. <laughs> The listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. Now we are moving on to the two-part finale of Power Rangers Dino Charge. The Edge of Extinction, Episode 19, and The End of Extinction, Episode 20. Edge of Extinction. The Rangers find the Greenzilla Egg in Amber Beach. 
Snide helps Sledge prepare for his wedding and hears him plotting against him. At the Dinobite Cafe, the Rangers give Heckle food. Heckle talks to the Rangers and warns them. The Rangers look at the green Zilla egg. The eggs hatch and they're able to shoot one of the eggs, the one that they have at the base. All ten Rangers morph, which was pretty cool, in the base. So now all the green Zillas are in all the major cities that Sledge deposit them in. So their plan is basically there's five Greenzillas left, but they have five Megazords. Tyler uses the Spino Charge Megazord Anklo Packy formation. Shelby and Coda use the Dino Charge Megazord Tristego formation. Chase, Ivan, and Riley use the Terra Charge Megazord Pararaptor formation. James and Philip take the Plesio Charge Megazord, and Xenowing takes the Titano Charge Megazord. Tyler uses his Dino Superdrive Saber to defeat the Greenzilla. Sledge marries Poissandra. She falls in the cake, and Snide actually steals the Dark Energem because he knows that Sledge just is going to betray him. All the other Rangers struggle in fighting the Greenzillas. Heckle has a end-of-the-world type of day, where he does everything on his bucket list. The other rangers are really having trouble with the Greenzillas, but Heckle watches them through the various news reports. He's also able to help a little girl find her mom, even though they were like 10 feet away from each other. That was so dumb. (laughs) She's like, Becca, Becca, and it's like like, the kid was like, duh. It's like, they're right there. Great job, Heckle, for moving like two feet. In the meantime, Heckle sees a transport pod land in Amber Beach. Coda and Shelby activate the Dino Charge Megazord Tri-Anklo formation because Tyler sent the Anklozord to them, and their Greenzilla is defeated. Tyler and the Spinozord help chase Ivan and Riley. They form the Spino Charge Megazord Pararaptor formation and defeat their Greenzilla. James and Philip form the Plesio Mega Charge Packy formation. They defeat their Greenzilla, and Xenowing is given all of the auxiliary chargers and destroys his Greenzilla. Snide enters the museum and starts destroying it, as well as their base. He enters the base from above. Snide destroys the crystal pods. Kendall fights against him as the Purple Ranger, but Snide is too strong with the Dark Energem power. Heckle enters the base as well, and he attacks Snide, who then retreats. Heckle and Kendall run after Snide, but Shelby and Coda knock him over with the Dino Cycle, and they destroy Snide's escape pod. All of them arrive on scene. Black, gold, red, and green are in the Dino Charge Ultra Zord. Snide tries to summon the Magna Beam, but Sledge does his betrayal and decides not to fire it. Silver, blue, graphite, heckle, pink, purple, and aqua prepare a blast, while the others do the titano cannon. Snide's destroyed. Sledge and Poissandra actually marry, but discover that the Dark Energem ring was taken by Snide. The Dark Energem survived the attack, and the rangers thank Heckle, but then they discover that Fury is attacking the base. And then they run off. Do you want me to just do the other and we'll do like a final? Okay. So, end of extinction. Wrench and Sledge watch from space. Even though the Greenzillas are destroyed, they use the eggs' remains as anchors for their space web net. The Rangers fight Vivix and Spikeballs outside the base. 
Fury confronts Keeper, but Keeper is rescued by the Rangers. Fury retreats, and the Rangers receive a message from Sledge. Sledge fires four beams from his ship, and they attach to the eggs as a winch. Basically, Sledge is selling the planet for scrap. The Rangers discuss the Dark Energem, and they come up with a plan. And they warn all the citizens with whatever this plan is. Purple, Heckle, Red, Aqua, Silver take the Plesiozord. The Dark Energem is thrown into space. Everyone in Amber Beach holds up mirrors to reflect the sun's rays with a combined Megazord attack. The Dark Energem is destroyed, but it actually turns into a black hole. The Earth is cut off from Sledge's ship as the ship falls into the black hole. But then, the black hole destroys the entire world. (laughs) Which is so dumb. And basically, the Rangers, like, failed. And there's no emotion behind it. Well, we'll get to that. But... Now that the Dark Energem is destroyed, it's revealed that the ultimate power of the Energems is time travel, which is such a deus machina. It's such a cop-out. And they go back in time, but instead of going, like, back in time ten minutes ago, or a day before, they go all the way back to the beginning, 65 million years ago, and they confront Keeper, who has no idea who they are, And since he went back in time, Sledge doesn't know them, but apparently he knows what a Power Ranger is. I don't even think Power Rangers existed 65 million years ago. Unless they're out in space fighting for all eternity. I I don't know. No, he didn't say, like, there were the Power Rangers, as I recall, but... No, he said, Power Rangers? Yeah, he did. He did. Because I thought he said, like, oh, you guys were the... Like, you are associated with Keeper. No, he said... You're Power Rangers. Like, that's literally what he said. Okay. Yeah, so he just knows that they're with Keeper, but then they morph. They don't even say that they're Power Rangers. And he's like, oh, you're Power Rangers. Like, he knows what a Power Ranger is, and he shouldn't. That's that's the whole point. Maybe there's like uh, ancestors of Power Rangers. Not not sixty five million years ago. It's it's so screwed up. But there's big fight. The Rangers morph. They activate Dino Steel, which again sixty five million years ago shouldn't exist because Kendall created the Dino Steel mode and she created the tech for their Rangers. Even though they just used the Energems to morph and and not the Chargers. But it's so weird because in the fight, Tyler even activates the supercharge mode, which was a mode created by Kendall, and it relies on Rexy to go mini. But Rexy shouldn't even exist because the Zords haven't even been built yet. So it's very weird. It's like, if the Energems are bound... Now I'm ranting. Let me just finish this. So... They fight against Vivix, Sledge, Fury. Fury finds the remaining Energems and hands them the Sledge, only to find that it's a bomb instead. They've been tricked by Tyler. Fury is destroyed by the impact of the bomb when it explodes. Tyler uses T-Rex Supercharge against Sledge. Sledge blasts the Rangers and uses the Magna Beam. There's a little bit of comedy there. James, Philip, Kendall, Xenuang, and Heckle attack from the inside of Sledge's ship, and they attach the large, grown Sledge to the ship with his energy net. The Plesiozord escapes as Sledge's ship crashes into the sun, ultimately killing Sledge, Poissandra, Wrench, 
and anyone else on that ship. Keeper thanks the Rangers. He tells Coda and Ivan that they will be returned to their times. The Rangers say goodbye to Ivan and Coda. Everyone leaves to their respective time. Keeper informs Heckle and Xenowing that they will return to Sentai 6, and Heckle is turned into a Keeper to protect the Dark Energem. The Rangers arrive at the present day, and they find that they are near the museum. But it's not a museum anymore. It's a zoo, and they have to clean up Triceratops crap. And the series ends on another poop joke with Tyler saying, it's going to be an adventure. Yeah, the adventure that the whole timeline is effed up right now. I didn't like the finale. I didn't. I didn't. Why didn't you like it? I didn't like it that they had to make an effort of fight sledge and then the black hole just ate the whole earth which means seven billion people dead yeah which has never happened before in power rangers and it was the power rangers who effed up because they destroyed the dark energem the earth is gone okay Okay, because these dumb (laughs) energems And back to Edge of Extension. I like the names, the title names, though. Edge of Extension and End of Extension. No, it was clever, but, yeah, I mean, right. episode titles are about the only clever thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only clever thing about these episodes. Edge of Extension. It says that Morgan stayed at the base after morphing. Like, all of them morphed. Yeah, it's... And then they were like, oh, let's go and fight the, you know, the Greenzillas. And she was like, okay, Keeper and I will stay here at the base. Yeah, and again, it's what? another reason for her not to use her own Zord. Why she became a Power Ranger anyways. Why? I mean, she just stayed there. I know that she's like more of techie stuff, has this communicators and stuff like that. Right. But it didn't make any sense. Like, it No, th- there was no reason for her to be stuck at the base. I know it was shown that she was coordinating, but at the same time, I'm sure they all have the technology to talk to each other across the planet. Yeah, speaking of technology, when they destroyed Snide and she had this gadget to know that the base was getting infiltrated. Well, yeah, it's just the Dinocom. I know, but... Sensors. There's a sensor. Why didn't use it? And blah, blah, blah. But it just didn't make sense. The story was not good. They didn't think of the ending. No, the ending came out of nowhere. And yeah. because they basically reset the entire timeline. It did, actually. <laughs> it, well, it did. I mean, dinosaurs exist, which would be impossible. Humans would not have had... Mammals would not have a chance to evolve into humans... And, and humans <laughs> and humans would not have been able to build a civilization. If you just think logically about this, there's no way that humans could co-evolve with dinosaurs. It seemed like the only thing that changed in the timeline was just that, well, dinosaurs are suddenly a thing. Riley still had his brother. Chase was still talking about his sister and taking yeah. her to New Zealand. But it just opens up so many plot holes because if Sledge was destroyed 65 million years ago, there'd be no reason for Kendall to have a base or to develop the technology or for them to even be rangers. Yeah. So if they weren't rangers then Chase would have never met Kaylee, yeah. and she would never found out that he was a ranger, and they wouldn't even have a relationship. So the timeline, it just opens up way more cans of worms, 
and just seemed like the writers did it to like have a silly ending for kids. Yeah. And it completely destroys... I know you haven't watched all Power Rangers seasons, but the last dinosaur season before this was Dino Thunder. And they got their power from Dino Gems, which arrived in the asteroid that destroyed the dinosaurs. So just from that perspective, the Dino Thunder Rangers wouldn't even exist. Mighty Morphin wouldn't even exist because Zordon derived the power from the ancient beasts you call dinosaurs. Well, they're not ancient if they're just walking down the street. So it set Dino Charge in its own universe, its own timeline, which completely disconnects it from all Power Ranger series Which is a shame, because even the last season, I know you haven't seen a lot, but Super Mega Force, even though that wasn't continuity heavy, Mm -hmm. they brought back old characters and they brought back past Rangers because it was the 20th anniversary. But Dino Charge, I thought the first season was great, but the second half, with all of the filler that we got and the momentum was killed... And I know you don't care because you you never really saw the Sentai, so you didn't even know that there was, like, a Talon Ranger or, you know, the possibility for this other Ranger. I just wish that Poissandra turned into that, um, I, you, um, let me. I I did show you, I did show you clips of, um. Poissandra being a human. (laughs) Yeah, in Kyoruger, yeah. I'm not saying to copy the Sentai, but. It just seemed like the ending for this series was so lackluster and not thought out. Okay. And I want to hear your thoughts. So, I was thinking yesterday, watching from that four episodes. Right. I just wish that my ending would be different. (laughs) If I'm the writers, I would have Snide, Lord Arcanon, and Sledge would be the ending. So, there are three main villains. Right. And three Megazords, or whatever Megazords that they can do. So you're saying instead of the the villains fighting and backstabbing together, that they they work work together? together. Yes. All right. Yeah. And then Prince Philip would be, the revelation of Prince Philip would not be on that, the first season, because he was like, on every episode's... I know that he's a prince, he has, like, roles as a prince, but I would love him more on episodes. It's not just like, oh, Prince Philip is in this episode. He would, like, hey, I could have helped you, like... (laughs) Well, yeah, well, there's limitations there, because he wasn't in a lot of the Sentai footage, but to counteract that, Dino Charge did have a fair amount of original footage, so there's no reason why he couldn't be in more episodes. Yeah. I'm thinking also that Zenowing's story mm-hmm. much more fitted on first season. I think not necessarily first season, like but middle-ish. Well, if you're if you're time middle-ish, it would have been better as an opening to the second season. Yeah, yeah. So instead of him being introduced in episode 15. He's introduced in episode one of Dino Supercharge, yeah. and he works more with the team. So we could have more of that backstory of him creating the Zords. Yeah, that's and, what I was going to say. Um, and it makes Keeper look less like an idiot, because 
it means that Keeper just held all this information from them. And could have helped um, right. Morgan. Miss Morgan, yeah. Miss Morgan to create all this dino charge because she's helping Keeper doing the like mixing of the dino. Was that the, the, chargers, the chargers and, and yeah. stuff like that? It's not like Zinnowings wanted to teach Shelby how to create the Zord. They could have tell Miss Morgan, taught her instead of that. I can see where they were going with that because it kind of shows an evolution of Shelby's character because she was interested in dinosaurs and yeah, but it wasn't done effectively. Yeah, they could have shown how I know that Shelby already they went to all the creation of the Zord itself. They could have shown like Zenowing and Shelby working on that together together. instead of her trying to remember it in a situation. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, that's the three main villains working together. It would be fun. <laughs> and then there's, like, more Megazords fighting them. So I think that's my ending. But you would have got rid of the time travel thing, right? Oh, yeah. When Keeper said, oh, the major power of this energy is, like, time travel. If he could have told them that, then Koda can go back. <laughs> you know, for the first time. But it was bad. When I was watching it, when Keeper revealed that the ultimate power was time travel, Heckle was in the cockpit and he said, so the legends were true. And it's like, what legends? You never talked about any legends of the inner gems. Yeah. It, it yeah, was just so out of out of the blue. And it was just, it was such a cop-out. They said that the inner gems break the chains of time and, and this and that. Yeah. But it just creates too many plot holes, yeah. especially when you're trying to fit it in the rest of the Power Rangers universe. Yeah, like you said, it's too many things that they're putting into the ending. They should have, like... Yeah, they put too many things... They put too many things in the ending all at once. Yeah. Which glosses over the weight of the loss of the entire Earth. Earth, yeah. Because they screwed up. Yeah. It was their fault. They destroyed the Dark Energem. They created the Black Hole. Yeah. It destroyed the Earth. We've never had Team Rangers did what every villain for the past 23 years has tried to do, and the Rangers did as an accident. And it makes them look stupid. This whole season made them look dumb. Yeah, that's I, I, a good I think it's a disservice to the characters. Well, positive note. Okay, or positive. Note. I like Coda and Ivan. They have been the constant characters of all. Right. Most especially... Ivan. Ivan has been my favorite character, and I think it's only because Davi Santos has played him so well, and he brought a lot of humor to Ivan that sometimes was a bit over the top, but I love seeing Ivan's reactions. Mm -hmm. I like the Gold Ranger costume. I like the Megazord. I like Ivan's character overall. It's just that two characters out of ten... Or 11 with Keeper. It's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Like you said earlier, that Heckle should have been the extra ranger. For me, instead of Zenowing, it could have been Heckle. On this four episodes, right. he became from the bad to good. They should have done that in the second season, on like early second season. Well, yeah, because early on they introduced him as a villain and he entered their base and people thought that him knowing the base would like yeah, play yeah. later on, 
but then he instantly forgot. There was all this buildup with the other villains that Heckle and Snide kind of got lost, and I would have liked to have seen Heckle and, and Snide split earlier, so there was yeah, more yeah. of a redemption. Yeah, sure. yeah. And I think the way to make a Talon Ranger would have been for Heckle to basically harness the power of the Dark Energem. Instead of them destroying it, he harnesses it because maybe after he splits, he's now immune to the effects. So now he can become this Talon Ranger. Yeah. And that's where you get the Spinozord. Right. I think it would have been interesting for them to do it that way. And that way, this season, we could have had two introductions or two ranger introductions with, you know, you could have done the whole Xenowing and Doomwing early in the second season instead of those filler episodes that we got. Uh So before we get into our Ranger Nation answers question, I wanted to ask you, Teresa, just to sum up your thoughts as new Power Rangers fan, the first full series that you've watched on Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge as a whole. Some of the best moments. You already told us your favorite characters with Coda and Ivan, and overall what you really thought. Okay, I want to add with my favorite characters, of course, Poissy. <laughs> Poissandra. Poissandra. Yes. But Hobby. <laughs> as a whole, I would say, of course, I love the theme song. It is really a good way of introduction theme song. Like it gets you pumped up yeah, for the yeah. episode. Whenever yeah. you, you want it, even though I'm not watching it. And if you like, you're putting it on our, inside our car, like turning it on. It's really very catchy theme song. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to the first one of ours. Cause it's the first one, <laughs> the first season. Like, the MMPR. Go, go power. Rangers. Yeah. It's more of the millennial time. Mm-hmm. The Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge. Favorite moments. Whenever Poseidra. <laughs> she's in, she just makes me smile. The worst, I agree with you, with Tyler's dad. Yeah. The storyline was not that epic. Mm-hmm. It should have gotten to maybe a first or two second episode i think he was the aqua right yeah the, okay i think he would be the first caller to be introduced mm-hmm. you mean after the five yeah well the, ivan was the the first auxiliary ranger yeah. it's funny that you mention that because in the sentai aqua was introduced before gold oh. because Remember, in Dino Charge, we got the Ankylosaurd so early on in the first season. And, yeah, I think they could have done a better job tying in that story earlier on. Yeah. I get what you're saying. If it's not Aqua, it should be Xenowing. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier on this recording is that it should be Zenoing and then Zenoing can teach Miss Morgan or Shelby more. Not all to the way to the end. The ending was bad. <laughs> yeah, well, of, we all know that. Of course. But I feel like this, the season two, should be a season one instead. <laughs> and then the season one, it should be the finale. I, I don't know. It's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's all. But kudos to the actors. I think for the first time in a while, this has been a pretty solid cast. Yeah. Not just in acting, uh, even though it got quite a bit silly at times. You could yeah. tell that they were putting their heart into it. Yeah. And... 
just as people, they were really nice. Yeah. When you told me before that they're interacting with fans, Mm -hmm. as you can see on Twitter, they like your tweets or they reply to your tweets and they're reacting to it. That means they do care. Yeah. Not just like, oh, I'm acting and you don't have to react on the things that I'm acting with. Yeah. You know, so I like that. So kudos to them. We met Yoshi. Mm-hmm. We met Peter as well. So those Sudarsa brothers we met earlier this year. I am really excited when I saw the video on Power Morphicon when you were there in August. Mm-hmm. I was so happy for those brothers because they work hard for it. Yeah. So next year, or actually in a, in a month. few weeks. Yeah, in a few weeks. <laughs> in a few weeks, or um, yeah, in a month, we'll see how it goes to Ninja Steel. I'm excited for that. But getting back to Dino Charge, if I would rate it, I would say it's 8 out of 10. Okay, first season or second season, or overall? Overall. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you're coming from this completely unbiased that you haven't seen really any other seasons you watched just maybe the first two episodes of spd i would say this is my first complete yeah this is your first complete um, season of power rangers maybe so the first one which is mmpr right but i was just seven eight maybe or still or younger or older than that no you you were because you're 87 yeah, so you're five years younger than me. It was it was eleven when I in ninety three. So so you were six. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up in the Philippines, Japan is more closer than us. Right. I would go for more of Sentai. Like I don't know if it's the MMPR or it's the Sentai that I've watched with my sisters as well. They were like the pink five, yellow three, like something like that. I think oh, that, yeah, yeah. I think that would be the Sentai portion. Yeah. So maybe go into that a little bit yeah. because the Philippines, you guys got Common Rider. You we got did. you got Sentai. Where in America we just didn't have that. For me as a kid, I did watch some Japanese shows yeah. that were imported from Japan, like Godzilla. Yeah. But it wasn't until Power Rangers that kids action show that was mostly footage from Japan yeah. was really a thing. Well, okay. Out of like Dino Charge, Super Charge um, topic, when I saw that there's an American <laughs> Power Ranger and comparing it to the Japanese one, I was like, which one is the original? Yeah. So I did watch the two of them. Not until like when I met you, you were like, oh, they were basing off in Japanese. I was like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah. So I had to watch the original, but it's like vaguely. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> I you mean, were so young. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Why I'm not into that before, because I'm into anime. <laughs> so I'm more of that anime side, but now that I am, I mean, wifey. <laughs> <laughs> wifey? Wifey. I want to learn more and mm-hmm. want to see. So that's why I got into this dino and supercharge, like I said. My beautiful couple. <laughs> <laughs> they're villain, but they're a couple. Um, and and there's a lot of humor there. Yeah, so 8 out of 10. Okay. Not biased at all. I know they did it. Mm-hmm. They did, did a good job in first season. I would say the second, second season, if there's no fillers, 
if they did it a good job on time management, on doing the outline of their story, I might probably give it a like nine point nine. But right <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm this is my first one, so I would say eight out of ten. Okay. Now you're living with me, and you're kind of exposed a, a little bit more to this stuff. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as as I look around our living room. Uh, yeah. Is there any season that you would want to watch fully next? Aside from Ninja Steel coming out in a month. Watching the Zoo Oger? Zoo Oger. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. But I mean, not just from a Sentai side. I mean, we can finish that for yeah, sure. Watching it? What's that season that they have when it was like a special edition or a special episode that people, they can oh, change it um, from different? Uh, Go Kyger. I think I want to watch that. What is the 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 American version? Yeah. Is uh Mega Force and Super Mega Force? Oh, yeah. So, where are we doing the American or the Japanese side or both? I mean, we could do both, but I'm okay. I'm gonna say you're gonna get more enjoyment out of Go Kaiju than okay. Super Mega Force. How about this? Japanese wise or <laughs> Sentai wise? I'll go for that. Go Kaiju. Okay, but, but what about Power Ranger wise? Just from, like, listening to the show, has there ever been a season where you're like... They said, I'll go for Lightspeed Rescue. Okay. And The Wizard. The Wizard. Wait, uh, wait, mi- wait. Okay. Let me- Mystic Force? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that Mystic Force. Yeah. That way. That toy. Right there. Yeah, Mystic. you're like... There's some... Was it magical stuff? stuff? They're, 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 like, wizards. Yeah, so... Yeah, I want to watch that. Okay, Mystic Force. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, Lightspeed and Mystic Force. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we jump into our Ranger Nation answers? Um, How about me thinking of what Power Rangers I want to have, like, team? Like, what do you mean? Like, animal, robot, train? Oh, you mean the theme of it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it depends. Like, what do you like? Because we've had a couple vehicle-based seasons. We've had... Now we've had three dinosaur-based seasons. There's magic, space cops. There's certainly plenty of, like, nature ones. Ninja Steel will be our second ninja-based season. The first one was Ninja Storm. So... Power Rangers runs the gamut of different themes. Well, Lightspeed Rescue, you know, there's no magic or anything like that. They're fighting demons, but they're an organizational, tech-based team. Kind of like what SPD is. Even though SPD is like space and aliens, they're still an organization of Power Rangers. Not just five teams. There's plenty of different options from the past 23 years. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to go Mystic Force, and I've said on the show before, the Sentai Maji Ranger, I think it's superior to Mystic Force, but there's more of emotional impact there. But either way, I think the main Megazord is one of the best designed, most intricate Zords that we've had. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, on our Ranger Nation Answers segment, we asked, what are your thoughts on the last four episodes of Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. On Twitter, we had Tyler Bozetsky at TyRedBoz said a step in the right direction. While Dino Supercharge was the weaker of the two, it was still watchable and kind of interesting to see where things were going, whether they were good or bad. Heckle is now my top five favorite villains, 
and 75% of the comedy was genuinely funny, especially night after nights. I still laugh every time. Also, unlike most, I didn't hate the finale as much as I was confused by it. Still a better finale than Flailandary Battle. Well, I want to kudos to, to the actor of Heckle, who played Heckle. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like him. Ryan Cox at Ryan Cox 20. Um, disappointing and confusing as to what they were thinking. I think he meant the, the writers. What were the writers thinking? Yeah, what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, The finale was full of promising ideas that failed in implementation. The time travel implications don't bother me as much as some folks, because I think headcanon can help forgive the dinosaur stuff. What's harder to forgive is how rushed everything ended up being when there was no need for it. Lots of filler, in my opinion. Most of it fun, leading up to what was a sloppy, overstuffed conclusion. Seemed like that could have been executed so much better, which sucks because a great season, Diner Charge, is somewhat sullied by the finale of what ended up being a so-so sequel season. Josh, at Talking Tanuki. <laughs> my mother always told me, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Oh. Okay. Uh, Jolly Josh at Rider Ranger 335 said, They were a thing, and I still have not seen them. Uh-oh. Shane at Shad underscore Rider. I'm in the minority, but I'm still mostly fine with them. Yes, didn't end as good as season one, but I love the new timeline. So complained about the last four episodes was the explanation of how the Zords were made. That was iffy. Fies at Machne Rider said, I didn't mind it as much as other people did, I think. It was messy, yes, but I don't follow the PR continuity, so that didn't bother me at all. But I can see how it would upset other people. Overall, it was just a decent ending, I think. At Pocky Squirrel, hi Pocky! <laughs> <laughs> The fandom's response soured me more than any misstep the show made. Christmas Jumby at Jambalaya23 said, I think the last four episodes were pretty good. Warg World was kind of <laughs> meh, but the Rangers Rock and Edge of Extinction were good. And while End of Extinction wasn't the greatest finale ever, I enjoyed it. Definitely not as bad as some people say it is. At Shushin Shinobi. <laughs> wow. That's that's Brian. Uh, Shukwin Shinobi. I'm sorry. At Shuken Shinobi. Gift of powerful rangers from Aki Bar Ranger grabbing their heads in pain. That's that gif of where they're like, uh, uh, uh yeah. Okay. He just did that as his response. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Matt Hunt at the real Matt Hunt, he was on our last episode. Oh. Uh, I think the Dino Charge Rangers are just plain likable. That said, Dino Supercharge was a definite letdown compared to Dino Charge. There's a lot we didn't get that we should have, and there's a lack of character resolution, especially with the villains. Still, I enjoyed it more than Samurai, and definitely a lot more than Megaforce. Peepa at JK Peepa. What starts wrong ends wrong. However, that finale was truly the one this season deserved. Make of that what you want. 
man. On Facebook, Noah Bowden said, They were, for the most part, pretty weak. Rangers Rock was okay, but it was bogged down by comedic bits with Sledge and Poissandra. Correct. It was made even worse in Edge of Extinction when they were getting married. The villain should not be screwing around this close to the finale. I was just as disappointed in End of Extinction as everyone else, and the plot for Hexamus was just absolutely stupid, which we didn't uh, review this episode, but that's the Christmas special. Oh, okay. So, Fernando Loyola, I stop at Tire Charge. To me, that was the ending of the series. Like I said earlier, it right, should right, right. be like flip-flop. Dino Supercharge felt like an added on part that nobody wanted. Harsh. And then on uh, Instagram, Snarky Sean said, My initial reaction was, what the f***? Kendall not getting uh, use her own Zord was an insult to the character, and the whole time travel thing was way too ridiculous and unnecessary. I it, agree. <laughs> <laughs> it made my brain hurt, and the fact that the whole timeline got screwed up is another thing. I understand it's a kid show, but meddling with a timeline like that is some serious ramifications. It left me with way more questions and answers, and I'm still trying to figure it all out. PPD underscore 4795. They were really cool episode of Dino Supercharged. Orange underscore Ranger dot 7 said, I liked the final episode, but the other ones could have been a bit better and not felt like fillers. Geeky SD, those episodes were a mess, which is almost becoming a pattern for the super seasons. What confused me the most was that not only this recorded, what was established PR continuity. Power Rangers may not have the most straightforward continuity compared to other sci-fi action series, but it has done enough references and team-ups to establish the MMPR Super Mega Force are on the same world. And on top of that, there were so many squandered opportunities and odd writing choices, like not reference a planet or a galaxy that has already been established in the Power Rangers universe. So instead, shoehorn in a Sentai references. Oh, and that Sentai 6? Yeah. Yeah. That most of the fandom won't even get. The baffled me to no end. Quote unquote, it's a kid show. Excuse won't fly with me because it's an overused excuse to brush off bad writing. Power Rangers used to have storylines that were properly built up and concludes in satisfying way. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. My expectations are lowered for Ninja Steel, and I'm nervous as to what the 25th anniversary season will be like. Well, for this on the last slide, yeah, it's his opinion, mm-hmm. but let's not judge on. The next season. It might be good as it is, or it might be bad as it is, but let's not judge the book by its cover. Okay. Matt Dickens, 55, said, From the clips I've seen, they seemed really good until we got to the last episode. Well, that does it for our Ranger Nation Answers segment. Teresa, I want to thank you for being on the show. Anytime. Love you. <laughs> Anytime, Legends. <laughs> yeah, we live together, so it's going to be easy to record. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, you know, we'll start watching a, a different Power Rangers season. And... I have an idea. Sure. We asked your na- Ranger Nation which season I should watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe I could review it with you. 
Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I think think we can do that. And pardon with my voice. (laughs) I'm currently sick. (laughs) So it's it's my manly voice (laughs) at the moment. It's it's just more (laughs) sultry. Yeah. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, I'm I'm always here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're here. Oh. (laughs) And then and then Sludge like every time he's like All right. Well, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We are on Twitter at rangercommandph, on Instagram and Facebook at <laughs> at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. Teresa, if people wanted to find you online, where would they find you? At tet, T-H-E-T-G-1-7. You can tweet me. Um, I'm, I'm very nice to talk to. So tweet me what season <laughs> I need to watch. I'll definitely watch it with you or with um yeah with you with you with well, yeah Abby. with me yeah <laughs> either on Sentai or American no we'll, version. we'll definitely start Gokaiger for okay. sure. But I wanted to finish X Eight as well. <laughs> Well, we, we've got a lot to catch up yeah. on. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, you can uh, follow me at tetg 17 That's T-H-E-T-G-1-7. All right. So, until next time, Ranger Nation, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 